Welcome to Ask John. My name is John, and you can ask me things. In today's episode, we are going to be continuing on the overarching theme of interview preparation by talking about practicing for interview questions. The first place to start is by finding some interview questions to practice on. On the Dornsife Career Pathways website, there's an interview prep workit guide that has some very helpful advice on answering questions and some examples. We've gone over this list of the most common 10 interview questions in our overarching prepping for the interview episode, but I would like to reiterate them here and give some possible examples of how to answer these. These are examples that you should take and adapt to your own life using your own phrasing. Do not copy my examples. That's plagiarism, and plagiarism is not good. While this may not be all of the questions that are asked of you, or they may be worded in a slightly different way, knowing your answers to these questions is a fantastic place to start. And here are the questions. Number one, tell me about yourself. When answering this question, you want to share a little bit about yourself and what led you to where you are now. Sharing specific applicable experiences in the past three to five years. You want to keep this answer short while still giving enough information that the interviewer knows a little bit about you. I always recommend sharing some sort of fun fact mixed in so they can remember you by. For example, my family owns a roller skating rink, and so I add that in so they can remember, hey, that was the guy that owned a roller skating rink when he was growing up. Keep your answer to about one to two minutes if you can. We want this to be informative, but not overly long. Question number two, what interests you in the organization? When answering this question, think about why you spent the time creating a resume, filling out the application, and taking the time for the interview for this position over others. This is a fantastic opportunity to show off that you have done your research. Question number three, what interests you in this position? It's very similar to the question we just went on about what interests you about the organization, but be more specific to the position. Bonus points if you can pull specific information from the job posting and explain why this position over other positions in the organization. Question number four, what is your relevant experience? Be specific. This is your opportunity to give depth and life to your resume. Bring up the experiences from your resume that show you have the skills and experiences to do the job. Then supplement with other experiences not on your resume if it's applicable. You want to give them a taste of what you've done and why they should hire you over other people. Question number five. What are your greatest strengths or weaknesses? This question is the worst, but it is very commonly asked, so prepare for it. When talking about your strengths, try to tailor it to the position if possible. As well, try to go deeper than, I'm a really hard worker. Everyone thinks that they're a really hard worker. Spend some time when preparing for this question by doing some self-reflection on what are some of your strengths that are unique to you and apply to this job. Being a beautiful singer is great, but probably not very applicable to being a mechanic. On the weakness side of things, think of things you could improve on and come up with solutions to that. Make sure to avoid anything that would disqualify you from the position at hand. Turn your strengths into weaknesses as much as possible by having a solution. For example, I'm not the most naturally organized person, but because I know that about myself, I've set up schedules and active plans to combat that. Turning a weakness of organization into an active project of improvement. Question number six, what are your greatest skills? When answering this question, refer to your skills to the position you're applying for as much as possible. This is your chance to show what you're bringing to the table and give depth to what was on your two-dimensional resume. Think of specific examples of when you applied those skills and give them as much details as you can on this. Question number seven, what distinguishes you from other candidates? 
This is your opportunity to brag about yourself a little bit and brag away. This is the time to do it, isn't an interview. Be very careful not to bring others down in your answer though, but lift yourself up and show what makes you unique and the best person for the position. People want to work with people who are excited about what they do and confident in their abilities. Question number eight, what is your preferred work environment? This is asking how you like to work. Do you like working on a team or alone on projects? Can you work in a busy environment or do you work better in an environment that is quiet and calm? To prepare for this question, I recommend doing your research on what the type of environment the company seems to have and then authentically say what environment you thrive in and how you can mesh with what you do with what they do. Question number nine, where do you see yourself in X years from now? This is more of an open-ended question for you to answer, however you feel is authentic for you. My only caution is not to bring up how long you plan to stay with the organization in specifics because no one wants to hear, oh, I'm just using this as a stepping stone and plan to be out of here in the next year. If you feel like this is an organization that you would enjoy for an extended period of time, it is acceptable to mention your aspirations within reason for advancement. So an example of this would be, in the next, let's say, five years, if that's what the question is asking, in the next five years, I would like to be higher up in the company and taking on larger responsibilities and projects. And the final question is, how will you contribute to this company? This question is the big money question. They're asking, why should we spend the time and the money to train you? The best answer for this question is to show off the skills and experiences that you have. Let them know that you already have a lot of what they're looking for, so the transition will be easy. Mention things from your research, such as, I know that this company values XYZ, and I will help achieve those goals by doing ABC. These are just 10 examples of questions that are frequently asked. It is entirely possible and in fact probable that you will be asked something outside of the scope of these 10 questions. I highly recommend that you find other lists of interview questions. Many online sources, such as The Muse that I've talked about before, have examples of interview questions for a number of specific job fields. Look those up. Outside of general questions that you'll be asked, there's a specific type of interview question that almost always comes up. It is the behavioral type question. You will know it is a behavioral type question when it starts with some variation of, tell me about a time when, blank, or have you ever been in a situation where, blank. The purpose of these questions is to see what experiences that you have had that relate to the tasks that you'll be called on to perform and how you'll handle those situations in the moment. It also allows the interviewer to ask some hypothetical questions to test your problem solving skills in a high pressure situation. When answering one of these behavioral type questions, the most effective way to answer is by following the STAR method. STAR stands for Situation, Task, Action, and Result. In the situation phase, introduce the interviewer to the situation. Share a situation that is appropriate and underscores your actions and the results. Inform the interviewer of the task you had to accomplish in the task phase. Next, the action phase. Describe the specific actions taken to help you accomplish the task. What did you do? How did you do it? The results phase. Conclude your response by sharing the results of your actions. What did you accomplish? Did you accomplish the task? What did you learn? An example of this interaction would be the interviewer asking the question of, tell me about a time when you had to problem solve. And a possible explanation would be, there was a time when I was working at my family skating rink when a lot of the games were breaking down. I didn't know what to do, so I set up a plan for myself. I went and got the keys to fix the games, opened up the games, and went through a step-by-step -step list of the things that could be going wrong. 
As soon as I started doing that, I started noticing that some of the wires had been unplugged. And so I started plugging those back in, and the result was that the game started working again. See, I went through the situation, the games were broken, the task was I needed to figure out what was going on, the actions I took were to specifically find the keys for the games, go in, do a step-by-step -step task in figuring it out, and finally, the result was I got the games working again. When answering interview questions, remember that you're allowed to think. It is perfectly fine to say, uh, that's a great question. Give me a second to think of an experience that I have. And then take a few moments to think and put together what you will say. This being said, I do not recommend that you do this for every single question and don't take overly long thinking. Try keeping it to 20 to 30 seconds, if not faster. As well, if you don't understand a question that you're being asked, it is okay to ask for clarification. It is better that you ask for clarification than for you to just kind of take a stab in the dark and not actually answer the question that they're asking. No matter what questions you are asked, the number one piece of advice I have is practice. Practice, 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 practice. Know what you will say to a variety of questions, then do it again with completely different answers. Ask your roommate, sibling, friend, parent, anyone else that you trust to help you and have them intentionally throw you curveball questions so that you can get used to thinking on your feet. You want your answers to sound original and authentic, not memorized. So no matter how many times you have said the same exact thing, it sounds authentic and original. This is a skill that you can learn and it takes a lot of practice. As always, I'm gonna recommend that you set up an appointment with one of our Dornsife Career Pathways career advisors. We can help you find questions, practice those questions, and help you step up your answers to that next level, all in a low stress environment. Please come see us so that you can get the help that you need and practice with somebody who is just there to help you. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. For more information, visit us at dornsife.usc.edu career pathways and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening and don't forget to ask John.